Welcome to Language Casters Football Podcast. Welcome to LanguageCaster.com's football podcast. This is week 19 and my name's Damon Brewster. Hello, I'm Damien Fitzpatrick and uh, today we're back in Tokyo in the Pod Palace. It's good to be back. Yes, it is. And on today's show, what have we got? Well, we've got a Champions League flavour. Great. Yes, I thought you'd be happy about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start off, of course, with our Good, the Bad, the Ugly, our weekly review of the football. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a, a feature on Chinese football, uh, the China Super League. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're going to do a little bit about uh, the Champions League. Followed by the Vox Pops. Uh, then we've got some English for football. And we're going to finish with predictions. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Mm, that makes a change. Okay, first up is the review of last week's football. Tell me, what was your good for the football last week, uh, Damien? Well, obviously, as a Tottenham fan, um, winning our fifth game in a row, uh, winning it in the last minute at West Ham was very, very good for Tottenham. Um, It was good, of course, for Sevilla in Spain. They came from a goal down and a man down to beat uh, Barcelona 2-1 in an absolutely fantastic game. Um, Three red cards, missed penalties, loads of shots. Seville go top. So it's been a tough week for Barcelona, hasn't it? It has, yes. Now for the bad, uh, of course, you just mentioned Barcelona. They lost to your team, Liverpool, in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. And uh, lost to Seville. They're now second in the league. Uh, it's also bad for Arsenal. Uh, out of three cups in 10 days. Can you take that grin off your face? <laughs> and uh, for the ugly, I'm going to go to the French League. Uh, the local derby, the Saint-Étienne-Lyon derby. Uh, very, very nasty. Tear gas, fans fighting, players fighting. Oh, very ugly indeed. How about you? For me? Well, the good for me uh, is uh, PSV Eindhoven. They, they're leading the Dutch League eight points ahead, I think. Um, and now they're through to the last eight in the Champions League, uh, beating perhaps one of the most admired sides in the Premier League, Arsenal. Uh, I know you admire them. Um, they had a 1-0 home win and a 1-1 away draw saw them through. I thought it's also good for the Premier League in the Champions League. Three clubs into the last eight. Um, I'm very careful there saying the Premier League, not English football, because only 12 of the 44 starting players from those four teams uh, were from the British Isles. Uh, Man United fielded the most with six, and Arsenal fielded none. Do you think that had any effect on the result? Uh, sorry, I'm still smiling at the fact that they've been beaten in okay. three competitions. <laughs> and bad, bad for West Ham, of course. It's bad every week for West Ham, it seems. Um, prepare for the sale of half the team at the end of the season, I think. It looks like Leeds United all over again. Poor results, high pay players, not performing, bad management, rumours of scandal. Just look where Leeds are now as well. They're on the way down to Division 1, aren't they? The, Ouch. The old third division. Um, also bad for Liverpool. They lose two games on the trot at Anfield. Can you believe it? That must be a first. Um, despite dominating most of the matches, and having the lion's share of the play and the shots on and off target. One loss, of course, was a disaster to Manchester United. Uh, the other loss to Barcelona, however, still managed to see them through to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. 
But if they can't start scoring goals and converting those chances, they're not going to go very far. And the ugly, uh, unsurprisingly, uh, back, back with the Champions League, the brawl after the Valencia and Inter match, particularly David Navarra's sneaky punch uh, on Berdiso. Uh, it broke his nose. Very, very ugly. I, I don't know. I think it was actually quite good. I know it was great fun, and it was a far better brawl than the Carling Cup one, don't you think? I'm afraid I can't agree with uh, sanction sanctioning violence in football there, uh, Damien, but I do agree. Right, next up, we've got Damon doing a report on the Chinese Super League. Right, thank you, uh, Damon. Yep, yeah, China. Um, what do you think of when you think of sports in China? You may think of table tennis or badminton, but probably not football. Well, that's changing now as the world's most beautiful game sweeps through Asia and Asia's biggest country. China has awoken to the allure of football, and it surely won't be too long before this giant nation is a world player. The start of football in China followed a typical pattern, with British sailors in the 19th century introducing the sport to the Chinese, just as many European travelers and emigrants had to other countries in other parts of the globe. But a ball game called Tzu Chu, literally meaning foot and leather ball, had already been around since 300 BC, where a reference to it is made in a military training manual. This was a kind of cross between keepy-uppy and basketball and was used to train soldiers in coordination and stamina. The modern game in China really took off in 1994, uh, but has come alive in 2004 when the CSL or Chinese Super League kicked off with 12 teams. This was the old first division, but now teams that play in the CSL must pass rigorous tests to do with their finances, youth development, management and professional administration before being admitted to the elite. The CSL was expanded in 2006 to 15 teams who play each other now home and away with two teams being relegated and the champion and the China FA Cup winner from this season being admitted to the ACL, the Asian Champions League. This year, Shanghai Shenhua and Shandong Lunyang, the 2006 champions, are representing the CSL in the Asian Champions League finals. This competition has just started, and so far Shanghai lost at home to Sydney FC 2-0, but Shandong beat Adelaide United away 1-0. I wonder how far these two teams can go. Of course, some, of Chinese some Chinese players have made an impact abroad already. Manchester City's Sun Ji Hai is perhaps the most well-known Chinese player to have signed for a foreign club. Originally at Daliang, his hometown, then Crystal Palace, he moved to City in 2002 and is a regular starter for the club under Stuart Pearce. Another high-profile player from the CSL to move abroad is Zheng Zi who has recently moved to Charlton on a loan deal from Shandong. A versatile player, he can play in defence or midfield. He was China's Footballer of the Year in 2003 and 2006 and is the national team's captain. Many people believe he's the best Chinese player of his generation with good ball skills and a fantastic work ethic. Moving to Holland, Shanghai Shenhua defender Sun Tiang 
became the first Chinese player to compete in the UEFA Champions League when he featured for PSV Eindhoven during their 1-0 victory against Arsenal in the Champions League last month. And he'll also be the first Chinese player to be in the quarterfinals of the UEFA Champions League. Keep your eye on the CSL to grow and challenge for supremacy in Asia. Next week, we're looking at J-League in Japan. Yes, thank you for that. Uh, very interesting review on the Chinese Super League. Now, of course, Damon mentioned the PSV defender Sun Tian and uh, his performances against Arsenal in the Champions League. Um, now that PSV are through to the, the last eight, will they be the new dark horses of the competition? Damon? Mm. Yeah, we've been looking at the Champions League in the past few episodes. We've been looking at grudge matches, dark horses, who's going to win. Why don't we just do a, a little look at those teams and where they stand now? So the grudge matches, we looked at Chelsea Porter. What do you think? Um, well, Chelsea's second half performance in the second leg at home was very impressive. Michael Ballack came good. Um, I think Chelsea will be there or thereabouts at the end. Yeah, they've got to that that kind of squad, haven't they? Yeah. What about Man United Lille? Man United, well, a recent grudge match yes. after the first leg. Um, again, they got through by one goal, I believe. Um they're going to be there or thereabouts too, aren't they? But they are looking, they're sneaking out these uh, results without being impressive. So Still smarting from last week's defeat then, yes. Um, Bayern Munich and Real Madrid, there's a bit of history here. This is a grudge match. Mm. Um, it finished 2-1 yesterday, so Bayern actually got through an away goals. Mm. That's a good way to it's get a, through. Yes, it is, but it's also a big defeat for Madrid. It's huge, isn't it? And Ooh, yeah. one of the big, obviously one of the biggest uh, Spanish sides out, one of the biggest teams from the Champions League out. And of course, Bayern Munich looking good with that victory, I think. Indeed. Uh, now, we did mention dark horses before. We talked about Lyon in France. We thought that they might be a dark horse. They played against Roma. And they were shocked. They were. They were beaten at home 2-0 by a resurgent Roma side. Hmm. It's it's unusual to see uh, Leon not scoring the goal, not scoring a goal over two games. That's right. Mm. Now, one of our correspondents, Paul, uh, recommended uh, Milan as a dark horse, and they got through yesterday after beating Celtic one nil. Uh, great goal by Kaká. Um, now they won the trophy before, but what about last year's holders? How did they get on? Well, of course, last year's holders uh, were knocked out by the year the previous uh, holders, Liverpool, over two legs. Liverpool go through on the away goals, and I've got to say, I think they played very, very well. To, to win 2-1 uh, at the new Camp was impressive, and to come out in the second leg as they did, uh, fielding the same side, which was a pretty attacking side, uh, not to sit back, but to try and go for it, I think that uh, deserves the credit that some people aren't giving them. Uh, yes, I, I would definitely give it to Benitez's tactics. Uh, very, very astute and outplayed uh, Rijkaard over the two legs. Barcelona, they're in trouble at the moment. Big game this weekend. OK, with the draw coming up soon, can you see any potential grudge matches? Uh, well, if Chelsea face Liverpool, that will definitely be a grudge match after their Champions League history. Um, Liverpool and Manchester United, mm -hmm. that's a grudge match as well. Uh, what do you think? What about a dark horse? Well, we've got Roma and we've got PSV. Um, I think Roma would be the stronger of those two. Uh, how about an overall winner? Liverpool. How about you? Are you going to stay with your prediction of Manchester United? Yes, Manchester United, Chelsea final. And now here's Damien with English for Football. Yaggedy yag, I don't talk back. Yaggedy yag, yaggedy yag. Yaggedy yag, yaggedy yag. Yaggedy yag, yaggedy yag. 
today's English for football is one-way traffic. Now, this phrase comes from talking about a one-way street or road where the cars can only move in one direction. When we use it to talk about a football match, we mean that all the attacking is coming from one team. Just as on a one-way street, the cars move in one direction, in a match with one-way traffic, all the shots or attacking come from one team. But it doesn't always mean that the team who is supplying the one-way traffic wins the game. Just they do all the attacking, the shots and the chances are from this team, while the other team is defending. One-way traffic. Thanks for that, Damien. Uh, we've been look, we've been talking about the last eight in the Champions League, and this week on our Vox Pops, we've got uh, the last eight in the FA Cup. Go to the site www.languagecasters.com. The eight teams are up there. Who do you think is going to win the FA Cup uh, in England? Now, last week's uh, Vox Pop results um, to the question, which is the biggest footballing rivalry? Uh, well, you guys, you thought that Celtic and Rangers uh, had the biggest rivalry in football, followed by Betis and Sevilla in Spain, and the North London derby between Tottenham and Arsenal. Talking of rivalries, uh, we've got a few rivalries in this week's predictions. Okay, predictions. So, Damien, uh, last week you win again, don't you? Uh, two victories in, in a row. Actually, it's three. Oh. Um, let's quickly review them. Liverpool, Manchester United. Uh, I had this down as a 1-1 draw. Uh, I thought it was going to be 2-1. To Liverpool. Liverpool. And it was, uh, it was 1-0. I think, yeah, it was a last gasp winner from John O'Shea, wasn't it? Uh, next up was Schalke. Actually, Damon's just left the room. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Schalke versus Hamburg. Yeah, I thought this was going to be uh, a victory for Schalke, but you correctly de decided that Hamburg were on fire. You thought they were going to win, and they did 2 0. Yeah, there's been a real turnaround at Hamburg, uh, one, winning away again. Mm. I get a point for that. And then in Italy, uh, Messina and Palermo at the bottom of the. Oh, Messina at the bottom, uh, Palermo near, near the top. I thought it was going to be a 1 1 draw. You thought 0 0 draw. And uh, Messina won that one 2 0. Hmm. A good home victory. Yeah, no points there. Uh, Spain, Sevilla-Barcelona, huge game. We've talked about it a little bit. You thought 1-0 to Sevilla. I thought it was going to be 1-0 to Barcelona, and it was, in fact. It was 2-1 to Sevilla. Uh, yes, one point for me again. Now, Argentinos Juniors and River Plate in Argentina. Um, I went for a River win 1-0. And I thought it was going to be a 2-0 win for them. Well, congratulations to Argentinos Juniors and to Dario and Gabriela, who predicted it. A 2-1 victory for, for them. Yeah, well done. Well done. So overall, 2-0 to me. That's right. So, But still, 61 points to me and 33 to you. Could there be a late comeback or, oh, or a last gasp winner? Who knows? Indeed. Well, we've got big, big grudge matches and footballing rivalries this week, but eight matches to predict. Okay, so we've got some uh, big games coming up with some uh, ri big rivalries here, uh, some grudge matches. Um, Chelsea Tottenham in the FA Cup. What's your gut feeling here? Um, well, I'm never very confident playing at Chelsea. We had a terrible record against them for the longest time, although we beat them earlier on in the season. Um, I think because it's away from home, I think the fact that Chelsea are doing so well in the Champions League, I think this will be a 1-1 draw. A 1-1 draw. Very interesting. Um, well, 
Spurs did have a fine victory, didn't they, against uh, West, Ham. West Ham. A lot of people are saying that that was the game of the season. Mm. It's a 4-3 victory, wasn't it? Mm. Um, they're not going to do that again. 2-0 to Chelsea. Now, uh, this weekend sees the uh, Clásico in La Liga Española between Barcelona and Real Madrid. Now, both these teams were knocked out of the Champions League. Get in there, Liverpool. So it's uh, it's a very, very interesting game. Uh, what do you think? Barcelona against Real Madrid. Uh, yeah, big game, isn't it? Uh, obviously, Barcelona, mm, they've had some pretty shaky results of late. Um, but they're playing at home. They really have a lot to prove in front of their fans. Um, on the other hand, so does Real Madrid. Mm, I think this is going to be a 1-1 draw. No, I think Barcelona will win this one 3-1. And I think Fabio Capella will be fired after this game. All right. Get easy there. Easy. You're on a roll, I know. But uh, anyway, France, uh, we've got Lyon Marseille. Um, what's your feeling here? Well, Lyon also uh, beaten in the Champions League, but they're so far ahead in the French League. Um, I think they'll win this one 1-0. Um, I'm going to go for a 1-0 Marseille victory. Don't ask me why. Now we uh, talked about footballing rivalry and uh, the most popular, according to our listeners, mm, was the a, Celtic Rangers what a grudge one. match here. Oof. And this is being played on Sunday. What do you think? Um, Celtic are going to be too strong here. I think it's going to be 2-0. Now Celtic did have to play an extra 30 minutes against Milan in the Champions League defeat. Um, but I agree with you. I think Celtic will win this one. And they'll win this one 3-1. 3-1. Okay. Um, and in Germany, we've got uh, Bayern Munich with some great results recently and Werder Bremen. Um, what do you think here? Yeah, these, uh, these two teams, they're still in, in with a shout uh, for the Bundesliga title. Um, but as you say, Bayern Munich are playing well at the moment. It's a great win against Real Madrid. They'll win this one 2-1. 2-1. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to agree with you. I think they're going to win, but I think they'll win 1-0. Now, the next game uh, features the J-League in Japan, which uh, started last week. And uh, this weekend sees the Yokohama Derby between Yokohama F. Marinos and FC Yokohama. Damon, what do you think? Uh, I have no idea about uh, Yokohama FC. Um, Do they share the same ground? Uh, No, they don't. They have two separate grounds. In fact... Uh, FC Yokohama, this is their first year in the J-League. Okay. Um, they're an offshoot from the original Yokohama Flugels team. A bit of rivalry between these two. Yep. Um, so I, as a newcomer, though, I, I, I'm going to have to go with uh, a defeat for them. I think the Yokohama F Marinos are going to win this one 2-0. Uh, yes, I agree with you. I think they'll win this one 4-0. Yep, and another big match in Italy, AC Milan against uh, Internazionale. What do you think? Um, Differing fortunes in the Champions League. AC Milan get through, Inter go out. Um, This will be a great, great, great game. Uh, AC Milan are playing well at the moment. I think they might sneak this one 1-0. I'm going to disagree with you. I think uh, Inter Milan are going to win this 2-0. Now, finally, uh, we're going to go to Argentina. Uh, last uh, last year, uh, Damon did a report on the Clausura between Estudiantes and Boca, mm. and they play again this time. What do you think? Um, I fancy Estudiantes are going to have a repeat victory 2-1. I think uh, this will be a 1-1 draw. I think Boca will get a 1-1 draw. Okay, well, let's see if you can uh, win another week's predictions. 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. Enjoy the football. See you next week. Yes, there's a great weekend of football coming up. Enjoy it all, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.